0: Hi there, and welcome to the first official episode of Finding Justice. I'm your host, Justice Castro, and that is correct. My name is Justice, so go ahead with all of the puns, all of the funnies. It's okay. I have heard them all. I am huge into true crime, and I am also working towards my bachelor in science for criminal psychology. So as you can tell, I was named fairly, fairly well for what I love to do. For my first case and for the first episode of this podcast, I wasn't really sure which case I wanted to start off with. There are so many out there. But considering the fact that this case has kind of taken everyone by surprise and everyone's so invested in it and the amount of my friends who have reached out to me to get an update on this because I have been following this case since it started like the day that she was reported missing i have been following it and i have been up on top of all the details that i could possibly be up on now i'm sure you guys all know exactly what case i'm talking about and the case that we are going to go over in the details of are gabby petito and the events of this case are still currently unfolding so i will try to update maybe a new update episode once all the details are finally out but as of right now i just wanted to give an overview of what happened with gabby the timeline and where we're sitting at now so if you're along for the ride go ahead and sit down get your notepad out get your pen out because this is going to be a long one If you don't know about Gabby, let me do a quick run-through of her case so that we can all be on the same level. Gabby and her boyfriend, Brian Laundrie, or as they were telling everyone else that they kind of came across on this trip, was that they were engaged and that Brian was her fiancé. So, it kind of bounces back and forth, but anyways, they set off on a cross-country trip on July 2nd. They plan on adventuring around Utah, Wyoming, Colorado, Idaho, and Montana, according to the app, The Dirt, where she saved references for camping areas. But on September 1st of this year, Brian Laundrie drives home to Florida with Gabby's van, but no Gabby. Gabby's family had no idea Brian was even home at the time, and he immediately lawyered up as soon as he was home and his family refused to answer any texts from Gabby's family. Gabby's family eventually reported her missing on September 11th, which kind of brings us around to all of this media attention. Because how do you go across country with the supposed love of your life, but just leave her there? There's really no understanding this case right at this moment. The more I try, the more questions I have. What I can give you, though, is a timeline of everything I know that Gabby had done all the way up to what is currently happening. Now, this is a timeline that I have personally compiled. I have gone through her social media accounts. I have gone through all the news reportings, and I have gone through the witness statements. So if there is anything that I have missed, go ahead and let me know. But as far as I know, these are all the events that kind of happened up until now. On July 2nd, they start their trip together. July 4th, Gabby posts on Instagram a photo at Monument Rocks as well as Brian. July 8th, they are in Colorado Springs. July 10th, Gabby and Brian both post to their IGs, tagging Great Sand Dunes National Park. July 16th, they both post again, tagging Zion National Park as their location. July 21st, they both post they are in Bryce Canyon National Park. July 26th, they are at the Mystic Springs. July 30th, they are at the Canyonlands National Park. And this is where things start to get kind of interesting. So August 12th, Gabby tags Arches National Park as their location. This is also the time that the police are called about the domestic dispute that involves a couple and mob. Um, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing that wrong, but it's in Utah, which we know now because they have released the 911 dispatch that the reason why the person had called was because they had witnessed Brian slapping and hitting Gabby. Now, you can go ahead and watch this body cam footage. It has been released. There's a lot of things. It's an hour long and there's a lot of red flags to me, but Brian stays in a hotel for the night and Gabby has the van. August 19th, Gabby posts the IG with no tag location and their YouTube video also goes up this day. August 21st, Gabby's father orders Uber Eats for them and has it delivered to Fairfield Inn and Suites by the Salt Lake City Airport. This is the last time he talks with Gabby. August 24th, Gabby posts again with no location. Now, this post kind of has a theory behind it, um, but we'll get to that at the end of this. This is also the last time she FaceTimed her mom, and this is also the last sighting of Gabby leaving the hotel with Brian. August 25th, there is a tip that someone had seen their van at Grand Teton National Park near the Jenny Lake parking area, but no confirmation of actually seeing the couple. August 27th, Gabby Snapchats a friend saying they're heading to Yellowstone National Park. She also sends a text to her mom that says, can you help Stan? I just keep getting his voicemails and missed calls. Now her mother found this odd because Stan is her grandfather and she never calls him by his name. Also, this is the day two vloggers named Kyle and Jen Bethune. I'm so sorry if I pronounced that wrong, but they believe they caught footage of Gabby's van parked on the side of the road. They were going to stop and say hi because they had seen the Florida plates and they were also from Florida, but the van was dark and seemed empty. August 29th, at around 5.30 p.m., a couple claimed to have picked up Brian Hitchhiking in Grand Teton National Park. He offered the couple $200 for the 10-mile drive to Jackson, but he freaked out when the couple said they were also heading to Jackson Hole, which is Jackson. And he asked them to pull over and that's where he got out and said he was going to find someone else to hitchhike with. Gabby also did not call her friend for her birthday to discuss the meetup plans like they had originally talked about. So this was very odd to her. August 30th, Gabby's mom receives a text message saying no service in Yosemite. Now, I'm not sure if this is the exact date because there have been a few different reportings. Some say August 27th. Others are saying this is the 30th. And also that her phone was turned off after this text message. So I'm not really sure if it was the one, like, if they also got this message when she had messaged about Stan or what the case may be. But I do know that after this, it goes completely silent. Now, September 1st, Brian is back in Florida and lawyered up immediately. September 10th, there is an incident at the Laundrie's house that involves Gabby's father. It is unsaid what this incident was. September 11th, Gabby is reported missing. September 14th, police executed a search warrant for Gabby's van and found an external hard drive. September 15th, Brian is officially named a person of interest. September 16th, the Mob Police Department released the body cam footage of the August 12th dispute. This is also the day the police department executed another search warrant, this one being able to search through the external hard drive they had found. September 17th, the Laundries reach out to police to ask them to come to their home and they report Brian missing, saying they have not seen him since Tuesday. September 18th, the police department searched for Brian in a Florida nature preserve. We also learned that Brian's parents picked up his Mustang at the location they last seen him on September 16th the day before they reported him missing. They say there was a note from the police department saying they had to move the vehicle or it would have been towed. September 19th, remains that match the description of Gabby are found in Grand Teton. Now, this leads us to today, the day I'm recording this episode, September 20th, 2021. The FBI and Northport Police Department searched the Laundry's house after obtaining a warrant. They loaded up boxes and towed away Brian's Mustang. As of right now, there is no say of what was taken out of the house. Over the weekend, there was an alleged sighting of Brian in Alabama at Tillman's quarter, but it has yet been confirmed if it was him or not. Now, the autopsy for the remains that were found is scheduled for tomorrow, so we will have a 100% match if it's Gabby or not, but... Obviously, Gabby had tattoos, and the FBI already gave their condolences to the family, so we're pretty sure that it is Gabby. So remember that Instagram post that I had told you that there's a theory around it? Well, that Instagram post is of Gabby holding a pumpkin, and it says, Happy Halloween, and there is no location tag, nothing, which the last two posts everyone doesn't believe that Gabby posted because she didn't tag a location and the captions just don't seem like Gabby. Now the theory behind this post is supposedly, this isn't confirmed, I haven't found any sources that can like confirm it for sure, but apparently they were supposed to end their travels on Halloween. So her holding the pumpkin saying happy Halloween, they think that's The day that something happened to her. Which if that's the case. I don't know how I feel. Like I don't. (laughs) It just leaves you with so many questions. And like if that's the case. If Brian did post that. Then he obviously had this plan from the start. And obviously he had to have it all thought out. And what was about to transpire. But I don't think he realized how big social media is. Or he did realize and just figured he could get away with it. Now, he, in a bunch of posts, he had been seen reading a book that is about a guy that goes on a cross-country trip with a girl and he turns into a serial killer. Now, I feel like that's kind of a far stretch, but at the same time, it's just really weird that all of this happened while they were on a cross-country trip. So I don't know. This is all kind of speculations and stuff like that. Um, This is just kind of theories that I've been hearing. I've heard that people think maybe he ran out into the country or, like, he ran out of country, and who knows. Um, There has been people saying, well, what if he killed himself? But the thing is, I don't think he did that. And I'm going to just leave it. As to why, for right now, until we get the full facts and stories and he is found. But I don't think he would because of the type of person that he is. So here's my opinion on what I think had to have happened. Now, obviously, tomorrow it's going to confirm time of death and cause of death and all that stuff. but I think something happened to her between August twenty seventh and the twenty eighth. If that hitchhiking thing is for sure accurate, which at this point I'm pretty sure it is, um, this would have given Brian the time to drive back to Florida and make it there by the first. It's like a thirty four hour drive from Jackson, Utah, which is where he was heading apparently, without breaks for food, gas, and sleep. So I think like, given that time frame of him driving solo. Him leaving late the 29th like the latest would have to have been the 29th I think they got in a fight and Brian went too far and killed her but I don't understand why he would have drove home that's like my biggest question which also leads me to believe like he planned this out like there's just a lot of different aspects to it like that Instagram post just really sits at the back of my mind because if that's the case this had to have been planned out right so, I'm I'm not sure. There was another theory going around, which I feel like it's kind of outlandish, but maybe it's not. Like, maybe he witnessed something. Maybe he witnessed her get killed or a bad drug deal or something, and he took off running. But why not talk to the police? So, another idea was maybe they got in an argument and he just left her there but again that doesn't sit right with me because again why would you travel 34 hours back home without the love of your white life like I don't care how much of an argument I get in with my husband I'm not gonna ditch him on the side of the road and leave him for good that's not I don't I don't understand why take back her van Maybe it's because it's only means of transportation, but he's missing right now. And if that sighting of him in Alabama was true, then he obviously knew how to get around. This case is filled with so many whys and questions that need to get answered, and the only way that we will get them is by finding Brian. Which, at this point, it doesn't look like it's going to happen anytime soon. The search is still ongoing for Brian, but the big question is... Will they find him? And if they do, will they find him alive? Now, there was a recent one, as I was researching through all of this, that kind of came up today that I kind of want to ask and leave you guys with. If Brian really was gone on Tuesday, like that Tuesday, like his parents said, do you guys actually believe that? Or do you believe that he was gone before then because if you think about it no one had seen brian no one had confirmed that brian was actually there the only confirmation that brian was even there was his van so he could have been gone way before gabby was even reported missing and his parents are just trying to buy him time this kind of doesn't seem like that far of an outlandish theory But what are your guys' thoughts? Gabby's family deserves answers. They deserve to know what happened to their daughter, their sister. Their friends deserve to know what happened to her. If you know anything about this case or have any information that may be helpful, please reach out to the Denver FBI at 1-800-225-5324. Thank you for listening to the first official episode of Finding Justice. If you would like to continue this discussion, head on over to my Instagram at Finding Justice Podcast. If there are any cases you are interested in hearing more about, feel free to reach out and let me know. This is also where I will keep an update or it will be over on Twitter at findingjusticep because apparently Finding Justice Podcast was way too long. As for now, I will talk to you again about a new case the Tuesday after next.